is like you Maker of heaven Lord of the land And Lord of the sea Holy and true Faithful and able Lord of all time And eternity Hi, God bless you. My name is Ferdinand Mweke. I'm your host on Truth in Brief. Thank you for joining me on this edition of Truth in Brief. And we are continuing to look at learning from Jesus. And on today's very exciting edition, I'd like us to learn faith from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Who better to learn faith from than from the Lord himself? You see, when Jesus came into this world, Jesus did not come here as, as God and live like that. Of course, he is Emmanuel, who is called God with us. But when Jesus came to earth, he lived as a man, as the son of man. The reason for this was because he had laid aside his glory. The Bible says, you know, he emptied himself and he lived as a human being who was totally dependent on God. He lived as the son of man, of course, with the father inside, but that glory had been laid aside because of his assignment. The point I'm trying to make is that Jesus did all that he did as a man who was dependent on Almighty God, filled with the Holy Spirit and, you know, full of faith and confidence in the ability and power of the Heavenly Father to fulfill his word and to help him to fulfill the vision and the ministry of redemption for which he came into this world. I'd like us to read a testimony that was given about Jesus by his enemies. You know, sometimes when you really want to know uh, you know how things stand, you need to listen to what certain enemies said. And this was while Jesus was hanging on the cross after he was crucified. So this is Matthew chapter 27 from verses 41 to 43. Matthew 27, 41 to 43. Look what they said. Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking with the scribes and elders, they said, listen to what they said. They said, he saved others. Himself, he cannot save. You see, he saved others. Himself, he cannot save. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. You know, in this thing that they are saying about the Lord Jesus Christ, you see a major revelation of what Jesus did for us. They were mocking, but they were saying something that has truth inside. They say he saved others. Himself, he cannot save. You see, they are partially correct. They said he saved others. But then they said he cannot save himself. No, he could have saved himself. But if Jesus saved himself, then he would not have been able to save us. So in order to save others, Jesus laid down self. To save us, he laid down himself. He sacrificed himself so that we can be saved. And they were mocking him. We said, he saved other people. But look, he cannot save himself. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. You see, the way it is in life, if God is going to use you to save others, of course, not as a savior who died on Calvary, but if God is going to use you as a mighty instrument to bring deliverance and to bring salvation to other people, you cannot save self. You cannot save self and save other people at the same time. Self, that is why self has to die. The death of self makes the salvation of others, the blessing of others possible. Whether it's in a marriage or in ministry, you cannot save self and save others. One has to be laid down. 
you have to decide do i want to save my home or i want to save self do i want to save the purpose of god for my life or i want to save and pamper self the lord jesus christ laid an example for us here he laid down himself so that we can be saved and we are using it to mock him and don't forget these are the very people that jesus came to save they were our representatives mocking the savior that came to bring salvation now they had not finished their mocking look what they said in verse 43 he trusted in god let him deliver him now if we have him for he said i am the son of god so i read this scripture because we are looking at learning faith from our lord and savior jesus christ and we see the enemies of jesus making a sentence here that was accurate about the master they said he trusted in god he trusted in god he trusted in god and then he said let him deliver him now if we have him for he said i am the son of god you see the matter of jesus trusting in god is established in scripture in psalm 22 and verse 8 psalm 22 and verse 8 we find the same reference that was the psalm where david prophesied concerning the the death and the resurrection of our lord jesus christ he says in verse 8 he trusted in the lord let him rescue him let him deliver him since he delights in him so they were actually quoting scripture at jesus eh? but what they didn't notice was the verse one of that scripture that we are quoting my god my god why have you forsaken me because that's exactly what jesus said on the cross even as he died so the point i'm trying to make here is that even the enemies of jesus could see that he trusted in the lord jesus lived a life of absolute faith absolute dependence on the father how was jesus going to be sure that after he was born into this world the father will not abandon him it's because he trusted the father how was jesus going to be sure that after he died he was going to be raised from the dead it's because he trusted in the father he had implicit confidence his faith in the father was beyond a shadow of doubt doubt he was certain that the father will fulfill his word and fulfill the promise that he made to raise him from the dead after he paid the price for our salvation you also notice something about the faith of our lord jesus christ in mark chapter 11 mark chapter 11 that was when jesus spoke to the fig tree you can read the story in mark 11 from verses 12 all the way right down to verse 26 but remember that jesus this is mark 11 now when he went to look at the fig tree he was hungry the bible says and the fig tree had no fruit only leaves now in verse 14 mark 11 14 in response jesus said to it let no one eat fruit from you ever again and his disciples heard it his disciples heard it but you see when jesus said that the fig tree apparently didn't wither on the surface we know that because it was the following morning in verse 20 when they were passing by they now saw the fig tree dried up from the roots and then peter remembering this is verse 21 now Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. Go get some and see that fig tree that you cursed, it has withered. Now, Jesus was not impressed. Jesus was not excited. Look what he says to them in verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, 
whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Now, in this scripture, we see that when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, as far as Jesus was concerned, the matter was settled. He said, let nobody eat anything again from you forever again. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. The disciples heard. But they didn't notice any apparent change, according to the Mark account here. So they thought maybe, well, did it happen? Did it not happen? So it was until the following morning, they now saw that the fig tree had withered from the roots. They said, hey, master, come and see that fig tree that you caused. It has withered. Jesus said, have faith in God. In fact, literally, what Jesus said to them was, have the faith of God. It's not just have faith in God, but have God's own kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith that when he speaks, he knows that it is as good as done. Not the one that is dependent on sight. Not the one that is dependent on when you see and when you feel. So Jesus used this episode to teach them faith. And he said to them, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Trust God like I do. Have my kind of faith. <laughs> That's what Jesus was saying to them. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain. Now look, Jesus spoke to victory. Now he's talking about talking to a mountain. You see, as a believer, you must learn to talk to even things that are inanimate. Things that are not human beings. According to scripture, we find that Jesus spoke to the waves. He spoke to victory. He spoke to the, he talked about talking to the mountain. You know, in scripture, the man of faith is able to speak to even nature. And they have to listen. The cause of the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. He says, have faith in God. He says, assuredly, verily, verily, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, you see, the matter of learning faith from Jesus is not a matter of a big man of God. He says, whosoever, this thing is the common heritage of every born again child of God. Whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. You don't doubt in your heart. She does not doubt in her heart, but she believes that what she says happens. You see, it's not just what you prayed. You believe that what you are saying will happen. Then you will have what you said, not, not what you prayed. You see, many times when we pray, what we say undermines what we prayed. After you have prayed over a matter and committed it to God, the sign of faith is that what you are saying is in line with what you have prayed. You are speaking according to what you prayed and thanking God for the manifestation of what he has done in response to your prayer. So Jesus said, you will have whatsoever you say. So he now said to them in verse 24, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. I don't know what you have been praying about. Whether it is the forgiveness of some sins, the guilt that you have been carrying around all of these years, believe that God has answered your prayer and he has taken away that condemnation. You have to believe. Some people say, you know, when we see it, then we will believe. They say seeing is believing. That is according to human beings. According to Jesus and according to scripture, you have to believe before you can see. Jesus said to Mary and Martha, he said, did I not say to you that if you will believe you will see the glory of God. If you will believe, you will see. You have to believe first and pray as the Father and then speak according to what you believe 
and then you will see those things come to pass in and through your life so we are learning faith from jesus don't forget jesus also said in this passage when you stand praying make sure that there is no obstacle one of the things that made the faith of jesus so omnipotent and so unstoppable was that there was no sin the father said this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased so make sure that there is nothing in your life that is bringing the divine displeasure if there is somebody who has offended you forgive the person so that the father can also forgive you and when the father forgives you then there is nothing between you and the father there is nothing hindering or blocking your prayer and you can be sure that your prayer will receive divine attention and attract divine intervention so we learn faith from jesus when jesus was going to die he began to tell even his disciples in luke chapter 18 i'll just mention this as we draw to a close in luke chapter 18 from verse 31 jesus took aside the 12 and he said to them behold we are going up to jerusalem and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the son of man will be accomplished for he will be delivered to the gentiles and he will be mocked he will be insulted and they will spit upon him they will scourge him and they will kill him and the third day he will rise again do you see jesus using his mouth to define the future he said we are going to jerusalem he's telling them what will happen ahead you see faith knows what will happen what will happen is what god promised what will happen is what god said the future looks like the promises of god to the person of faith the future looks like the promises of god the future looks don't forget this statement to the person of, the person of faith knows what will happen what will happen is what god promised that is, that is what will happen because that's what you believe. So Jesus told them long ahead, we are going to Jerusalem. This is what will happen there. They will spit upon me. They will arrest me. They will beat me. They will kill me. They will put me in the grave. After three days, I will rise again because that's what scripture said. So you see the faith of Jesus speaks. The Bible says we have the same spirit of faith as it is written. I have believed, therefore I have spoken. He said, we too will believe and therefore we speak. The times that we are inside now requires the spirit of faith. You need faith will rise up in your spirit as you are listening to this truth in brief and you will become a person of faith, growing in faith and your faith will begin to produce results like the faith of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Stand in faith and don't forget, have the Jesus kind of faith. The faith that when he speaks, when he prays, he knows that the Father has answered. You need that faith in this generation because that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word that you have brought to us. We receive this faith. Your word says the entrance of your word gives, gives light and faith comes by hearing. Now faith has come into our hearts. And we call forth into manifestation the things that we are trusting you for. The things that this, my friend, is believing you for. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ. We consider them done in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Continue to feed your faith by feeding on the word of God. And don't forget to share truth in brief. And you can always contact me at my number plus 234-803-274-3148. And check out our website, eternityministries.org, where you will find many more resources that will edify you. God bless you, and thank you for being with me on today's edition. Bye-bye. Maker of heaven, Lord of the land, and Lord of the sea.